going on, family? Happy Monday, and welcome to another edition of The Faction Quick Hits. It's your man, GB Gerard Bonner, and I hope you guys are doing well. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. Certainly a lot happened in the world of pro wrestling over the weekend, and uh, I hope you were able to connect with or be a part of that. If not, of course, we've got your updates for you right here on The Faction. Shouts to everybody who has joined us, of course, on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, at The Faction Show. We absolutely appreciate you. Got to give a big shout, of course, to everyone who is subscribed to this podcast. Hey, listen, we can't do what we do without you. So thank you so much for being a part of what's going on here at The Faction. If you are not subscribed, just click the subscribe button. That means you're brand new to us. So thank you so much. Or maybe you've just been kind of catching what we're doing as we post things. So go ahead and click that subscribe button. We appreciate it. And uh, if you are subscribed, go ahead and rate and leave a comment for us on your preferred podcast platform. Want to shout out a couple of cities who were really big last week. Number three this week was San Antonio, Texas, followed by Annandale, Virginia. And our friend to the UK are really kicking butt and taking names. Shouts to our friends in Dublin, Ireland, the number one city for this week in terms of listening to the faction. We absolutely appreciate you. All right, then it's time to dig into wrestling news over the weekend. Of course, we had Friday night SmackDown from WWE and the ratings looked like this. SmackDown drew in an average of 2.142 million viewers, which is slightly down from last week's ratings of 2.209 viewers a small dip of about 60,000 viewers of course we're still getting close to the go-home show for Survivor Series in WWE and on Smackdown side we started to get an idea of who may join the women's Smackdown team as Liv Morgan got a big win to be a part of that team in addition we're seeing some hintings rumblings of a potential roman reigns drew mcintyre clash now mcintyre of course is a raw guy showed up on smackdown because he has a title match tonight against randy orton for the wwe championship and we know a couple of things we know at survivor series it's going to be the best of the best so the best of raw versus the best of smackdown which includes the universal champion from smackdown battling the wwe champion from monday night raw now here's one thing we also know historically over the last three to four years for whatever reason the wwe championship ends up changing hands in november right before survivor series let's go back in time to aj styles defeating jinder mahal when we thought jinder mahal might get his shot at brock lesnar the following year aj styles loses the wwe championship to Daniel Bryan and now Daniel Bryan ends up going into a match with the champion Brock Lesnar so could we see something similar happen this year as tonight of course on Monday Night Raw a very rare WWE championship match between Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre it should make for interesting television tonight and certainly the idea of a Drew McIntyre Roman Reigns match could be a bit more interesting than the idea of a Roman Reigns Randy Orton match but we'll find all of that out tonight speaking of Survivor Series uh, if you've not already heard uh, survivor series looks to be the final farewell for the undertaker and i say looks to be because it's the wwe right 
And so ever since uh, The Last Ride debuted earlier this year, the uh, five-part series chronicling The Undertaker's life and career, uh, where at the end he announced his retirement, many wondered, would he really retire? After all, he's been trying to retire since 2017, and it hadn't really worked. Well, it's all supposed to go down uh, next Sunday for the Survivor Series, where he will indeed be saying farewell. So let me just tell you kind of how my brain is working. First of all, I don't know that a guy who has been so closely synonymous and connected with WrestleMania ends up having his farewell at the Survivor Series. I get it. It's where he debuted 30 years ago in 1990, and it was a significant debut. But uh, certainly he's not been defined by the Survivor Series as much as he's been defined by WrestleMania. Let me also say this. Most people don't get the send off at Survivor Series. They get the send off at WrestleMania. And if you're a wrestling fan like me, well, of course you are. That's why you're listening to this podcast. There's one match that we have yet to see in the career of The Undertaker. One match the entire world has been talking about for well over 20 years, 25 years at least, and that is The Undertaker versus Sting. Now, you can ask all kinds of questions, right? Do we really want to see a dream match this late in the game? We all remember The Undertaker and Goldberg, the dream match that we didn't necessarily ask for, but certainly seemed like on paper it would make sense until, of course, they got over to Saudi Arabia and the rest is history. A dream match like D-Generation X versus the Brothers of Destruction, another one on paper that should have been a slam dunk but was anything but a slam dunk. So on one hand, you got to think, could The Undertaker be wrestling with the idea of, I don't want another flop as my last match. Uh, Both he and Sting aren't exactly in the prime of their career, but I do believe that they could have one final match. Could it happen at WrestleMania? Could Survivor Series be the seeds planted for it? After all, Survivor Series 2014 is where we saw the debut of Sting in WWE. So I think anything's possible. I'm not ruling it out. I'd like to see it. And uh, I think there are enough things in place between now and WrestleMania 37 that would allow for a great match between these two guys. Neither of them were known for, you know, like Hurricane Rana's and foolishness like that, but they could give us the one match we've wanted to see. So I don't know. I want to know, do you want to see Sting versus Undertaker, the final match perhaps for both of them at WrestleMania 37, or is this all wishful thinking and will we just not get the match that we've always wanted. More WWE conversation to mention. Chelsea Green, who made her SmackDown debut uh, in that fatal four-way match that resulted in Liv Morgan getting a spot on the SmackDown women's team. Uh, She suffered a broken wrist in that match, and uh, so she'll be out for the foreseeable future. Not sure how long, but uh, unfortunately, these kinds of things happen in the world of pro wrestling. It is not ballet, as it has often been been said one more piece of wwe news before we leave there and head to another space is that right before smackdown um well actually i'm going to come back to this and i know why i'm going to come back to this so sit tight 
put a pin in that. And let me mention this. One of the other big things that happened in the world of pro wrestling this weekend was uh, another pay-per-view event from Impact Wrestling. Just a couple of weeks ago, they brought us Bound for Glory their WrestleMania-like pay-per-view, and they brought us another pay-per-view on Fight TV this weekend and on Impact Plus. It's called Turning Point, and uh, kind of two or three big pieces of news coming out of there. For one, we've got a new Knockouts champion regaining the title. It's Deanna Perrazzo, who regained the championship that she lost at Bound for Glory by defeating Sue Young. We also have new tag team champions in Impact Wrestling. Congratulations goes out to the Good Brothers, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson finally get their hands on the Impact Wrestling Tag Team Championships as they defeated the North. I thought that would happen at Bound for Glory, but it has happened now at Turning Point. And congratulations to Rich Swan, who successfully defended the Impact World Championship by defeating former champion Sammy Callahan. So that's kind of your high points coming from the Turning Point pay-per-view. Of course, it is available uh, wherever you get your pay-per-views. You can certainly check out the replay uh, on Impact Plus as well. All right, back to WWE very quickly, because right before SmackDown, we got some uh, rather interesting news, surprising news, dare I say, as Zelina Vega was abruptly released from WWE. We talked about it a little bit on social media, and that is Zelina Vega gone. It seemed very abrupt, and quite frankly, it is very abrupt. So we wanted to give some reasonings behind what was going on. Some thought that it may have been surrounding her uh, tweet about unionization. Others thought it may be involving her connection to Twitch. So I want to kind of give some background on all of this. So many WWE superstars uh, have found other ways to kind of monetize things for them and present other outlets such as Twitch and YouTube. Twitch of course is kind of a gaming channel that many have been using. Some have used it for YouTube as well um, and it's also another way to connect with fans. Folks like AJ Styles, Adam Cole, Xavier Woods, etc. have all spent a good amount of time on Twitch and on YouTube. Well, WWE made a decision um, at the top of October to decide that they are now limiting and taking over these channels for these WWE superstars. Um, and so a lot of them have not necessarily been fans of it. Some folks went on and went with the policy, but folks like Paige and Zelina Vega did not. And um, in addition, Zelina Vega has also started an OnlyFans account. Now, OnlyFans has a bit of a reputation for being used for um, more adult-like material and content. However, she had strictly been using hers for cosplay. Either way, WWE decided to release her, and they did. Uh, I don't know that it was a good move. Matter of fact, let me just go ahead and say it was a horrible move. Um, it's weird. It's weird. So, for instance, WWE, they do and did get revenue from Twitch and from the pages of the superstars. But uh, I guess that's not enough for the E. So they have released Zelina Vega. I think it was a horrible move. Um, I think they should have tried to figure some things out. Paige has been very vocal about uh, not not just this release, but about WWE's new Twitch policy. Um, as for her, she says, quote, 
I've given you a broken neck. You can't take everything. So it's going to be interesting to see how many other WWE superstars are impacted by the fallout of this. Now, for those who don't know, uh, Zelina Vega, a.k.a. Thea Trinidad, is married to Aleister Black. Aleister Black, if you'll notice, has kind of been floundering since hitting uh, the Raw and SmackDown rosters, as opposed to his absolute dominance in NXT. So rumor on the streets is that he's asked to return to NXT, much like we've seen for superstars like Finn Balor, Charlotte Flair, and several others. Well, WWE denied his request to return to NXT. So now with the firing of his wife, you've got to wonder what will happen with Aleister Black. Um, as she has been fired, uh, one of the things that WWE has when there is a release of any kind is that you end up with a 90-day non-compete. So we won't be seeing her in AEW, Impact, ROH, or any other place at least until 2021, more like February of 2021. When she's available, where will she go? Will she find herself uh, in the land of the elite? Will she find herself in a space of honor? Or will she look to make an impact? I don't know. Where do you think she'd be more useful in the world of pro wrestling? Certainly, uh, she had an incredible presence uh, on TV, whether as a manager or as an in-ring performer. But uh, this is a big move that I think uh, WWE could ultimately regret at some point. But yes, Zelina Vega gone from WWE, and a lot of it has to do with her position and WWE's position on Twitch. Go figure. Before we go, uh, a big shout out to everybody who joined us this weekend for SHW 21. Uh, what a show it was. It was a huge, huge show. And while I don't want to give a whole lot away, I will say that as soon as this becomes available, you're going to want to watch. I won't give away the wow. I won't give away the why. But I will tell you, it's some very interesting developments happening in Southern Honor Wrestling. So go ahead, check it out when it hits independentwrestling.tv. If you're not already subscribed, go to independentwrestling.tv, sign up. You can get the first five days for free using the code SHW, and it gives you access to Southern Honor Wrestling and a ton of other independent promotions that you'll definitely want to check out. There's some current stuff there. There's some historic stuff there, and in terms of SHW, our entire catalog is there, so you can watch from the very first match up until now. Really excited about that. So definitely want you guys to check it out. Again, independentwrestling.tv. Use SHW for the first five days free. And thereafter, it's only $10 a month. So it's kind of what you'd be paying for the WWE Network with the exception of getting about 120 or 150 independent wrestling promotions at your leisure, including SHW. All right, guys, definitely want to hear from you on social media about what you thought about today's show. Reach out to us at The Faction Show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Oh, one other really big piece of news, and I'm sharing this with you now. We'll be sharing it on social media as well. Shout out to Black Wrestling Alliance, our friends over in the UK. They uh, really focus on the African-American presence in the world of pro wrestling, and uh, we are honored to be a contributor to a brand new project that they're doing. The new project is called Jet Power 10, and uh, that project is a monthly 
ranking of African-American wrestlers across all of pro wrestling. That's right. It's a top 10 for your African-American wrestlers, male and female, tag teams alike. It's really exciting. So we had an opportunity to contribute to that. And uh, you can check that out at Black Wrestling Alliance on Instagram. We'll likely repost that on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages as well. Just amazing, amazing content. Shout out to Black Wrestling Alliance, our good friend A. Dizzle. Uh, Check it out. It's amazing stuff. All right. With that said, we're going to get out of here. Until next time, demand GB Gerard Bonner representing from my good brothers Courtney Beard, Brandon Clack, and the fourth horseman, John Murray. Collectively, we are the faction. Salute my people. Here we go.